This is The Tea Project with your host, Gadiel and Michelle, a husband and wife duo where they will be discussing personal finance, managing a household, and so much more. Gadiel is a father, husband, a military veteran, and a lawyer. Michelle is a mother, wife, boss, and above all, a productivity enthusiast. Each week, they will be providing you with fresh and valuable content, so stay tuned. And now, welcome to The Tea Project. Hey folks, welcome to Money Talks on Tea Project. Hi everybody. We hope you guys are doing good and you're safe. Today we have an excellent, excellent show. We're going to talk about budgeting, some of the common mistakes folks do. All right, so 10 common budgeting mistakes people make. So... You want to start with the first one? Yeah, let's go straight into it. So not budgeting. I mean, you know, that is... It's a lot of people that don't do budget. Tons, tons, tons. I, um, and, and I don't think that they do them. And if they do, they don't do them consistently. Why do you think they don't? I'm curious to... Um, you know, they, it just falls through the cracks. Falls through the cracks. Uh, work gets in the way. And, and then they're just, you know, kind of going through the motion with whatever comes their way. Right and, right. and then all of a sudden in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, I got to I got to look at my finances. Right. Right. Well, listen, not... I'm a I'm a I fall prey to that. I mean, I used to not budget as well. Prior to you and I, I didn't budget. I didn't I didn't sit down and make a plan and and, uh, and do that. So now when I'm looking back, I know it's a long time ago, but when I look back, um, I was those folks who check came in and you made payments to your obligations you spent in your discretionary areas mm-hmm. and you're kind of just using the memory bank like this. The X came in, I'm spending this here, tomorrow I'll spend that. And you're sort of like guessing, all right, I have X amount left until two days I get paid. You're kind of just guessing. You're kind of just going with that. And this is, that's when you start to run into overdrafts. Overdrafts and things like that, which which I know from, from my, <laughs> my personal experience, life, yeah. you know. So tell me. Um, so I, I think when it comes to, before we continue on with one, I think it's important to say that if, if, um, obviously in the situation that we're in currently, um, if you are not employed, then obviously your budget is going to have to be modified in such a way that only includes probably the four things, which are food, utilities, shelter, and auto. Yeah. Um, and then point. if you have debt, um, you know, all that you, I would suggest that you do monthly or the minimum payment and then just start up conversations with each of these companies and see how they can, um, right. you know, how they can because I imagine be flexible. You, I imagine you're creating a new budget. If you haven't been on a budget or you have, it's changed. It's a new budget. Right. I mean, at, at one point, if, if you've been let go of your job, you're now probably stuck at home trying to figure out, okay, where, where am I going to get income from? Right. Um, you know, this is this is how much money I have in savings, if you have any, and how are you going to spread it over a certain period of time because we don't know how long this is going to be. A, that's a good point. Now, you don't have to create a budget based on what you're currently going to receive from whatever sources, if you're working or unemployment or whatever. You can set a budget from what you currently have in your savings account, right? Right, but that's assuming that they have assuming, that savings. Right, and if they don't, so, then, then, then you'd create one now. Correct. Okay. So, um... All right. So number two, well, actually number one, you want the, the mistake that people make is they not don't. budgeting. So you want to make sure you do a budget. So how to do a budget is 
pretty much, you know, just have your income for the month. Um, and then put in all your expenses that you have for that month. And then hopefully you are in the black. If yeah. you're not in the black, then you need to start evaluating. Okay. Do I still need this? Do I not need this? Um, do I need to, you know, maybe, maybe move out of my home and move into back to my parents' home. I don't know what the situation right. is for the, for the listener, but, um, just be creative and, and, and just start from there, but you need a budget. Let me ask you though, for some people who've never seen a budget, mm -hmm. it may sound complicated. Do I need to know Excel? Do I need to know uh, Quick? Do I need no. to have QuickBooks? Like, how can they can, can they get a sheet of paper yes, and do absolutely. a budget? Simple can you math. walk us through like what it looks like if you're just writing a piece of paper down? Um, you, it's it's three pieces. You have your income, the money coming in. That's the first one. The second one is all your expenses. That go. That means. You know, like the what we just talked about, food, utility, shelter, and auto. Mm -hmm. And then, actually, let's make that, um, let's make it one, two, five pieces. So you have your income. So on a sheet of paper, they're going to do like five rows or like no, chart? No, just five sections. Five sections? Five sections. Okay. So you have your income was the first one. The second one are your quote-unquote needs, which is your... Food, utility, shelter, and auto, as I said. Right. Then it's your um, wants, which in this case, there really shouldn't be a want. Right. Um, wants would be what? Discretionary expenses? Discretionary expenses. Netflix. Personal, Netflix. Amazon. Um, right. I mean, depending. I mean, if you're getting if you're getting essentials in there. Right, right, right. Toilet but it, paper, you but, mean, it, but if you're going on Amazon, you're buying books and you're buying right. things. So that buying... needs to be cut off if you're in the situation that, that you've been laid off. If not, then it just needs to be minimize or or even it just needs to be removed if you have debt because that that section really should be for your debt payments it shouldn't gotcha. be for wants it should be debt because you need to get out of debt right um then the next section is your savings so if you're still able to save continue to save um and then you have your your uh the, you do the math yeah you know income is positive everything else is negative and then whatever you have at the end that is what your surplus or your shortage is. Okay. Um, if you have shortage, then you need to figure out how do I work with, does it mean I have to get more income or, reduce um, or do I have expenses. to reduce expenses? That's it. Now we did, real quick, now we did a, a we recently did an episode on uh, ways of handling your finances during uh, their current economic status. And in this episode, we talk about how you can reduce some of your expenses. Mm -hmm. So, guys, if you're in the red after you do the budget that Michelle's trying to to suggest, go check out our video, our podcast, episode 15, that talks about ways of reducing your debt. There's ways, folks. There's ways. And then so there's check. also the one of how to increase. Oh, additional income. Additional yes. income. So we did another podcast on uh, eight ways of um, looking for additional income, eight ways to 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 receive additional 13 income. Thirteen ways. Thirteen. 13 ways, folks. We've done so many of the folks that, that I'm just, I'm getting long. I need to own my own budget for the for the episodes, folks. Anyhow, that's supposed to be a joke. Uh, <laughs> that she got it after I said it was no, supposed to be No, I didn't get it. I just thought it was silly. Yeah, so corny. I'm, I'm corny sometimes, folks. But anyhow, All right, let's, let's on move on to number two. So okay. budgeting alone. Um, and, and what I mean by this is say you are either a couple living together or you are a family, a family, you know, like us, married couple, two kids or whatever, or you're even just an adult, maybe 
living with your parents or something like that, and mm -hmm. maybe you're head of household, I don't know, whatever the case is, mm -hmm. the, um, the money in should be something that gets, you know, that, that, uh, that gets spoken about on a regular basis with the family at all times. Right. Um, just because they're not the ones making, bringing in the income doesn't mean that they shouldn't be a part of it. And, and for this one simple reason being that, um, you know, the money that is coming in is there to pay for the expenses of everybody in that house. Got you. So everybody needs to be on the same page that money doesn't grow on trees. Right. So you have to, you know, come to terms with, okay, this is how much money I, that we bring into the house. This is how we're going to allocate it. Do we agree? Yes, we agree. We don't agree. This is what we have to do. You know, there needs to be a discussion. That, that's it can't a good, be just one person um, going that, on. That just won't work because right. if you... If you maintain, I hate for the lack of a better word, you maintain, uh, you pay for the maintenance of other people, I guess mm -hmm. you provide for other people in your household or wherever you're living, and you're basically paying for their habits, their usage of utilities, food, and if you guys are, ne are not on the same page as far as, hey, I created a budget for food, try not to eat so much food. If you're not, guys, it's never going to get better. Right. It's not. And even with our kids, I mean, we probably don't do it as often as we should, but but it should happen mm -hmm. where, for instance, like I'm looking at the house right now and there's lights on where there shouldn't be That's lights. True. That's um, true. And the truth is, is that everybody should get into that mentality of we need to turn off the lights. Right. Why? Because we had a discussion about that, you know, there's a budget and we need to stick to it. And mm -hmm. even though I'm not the one... And I'm not saying me, but I'm not the one who's bringing in the money, i.e. the kids, then I need to be responsible. And it's, yeah. it's just a collaborative responsibility. It truly is a, 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 a collaborative effort. Yeah. It can't be a one-man show. So, all right, uh, number three. Okay. So this is, um, some people will say, you know, like we just talked about how to build a budget, right? Mm -hmm. So you, obviously the numbers you're going to pick, you're going to pick last month's um, numbers. You're going to tally up what you brought in the month before, how much expenses you had the month before. But what you don't want to do is just say, okay, since I sent, I spent this much last month, this is what I'm going to make my Next budget. Next month's budget. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, and we'll actually have a podcast, um, That's later an interesting in the future one. That's an about interesting. how it should be split. So there's a 50-30-20 um, split. 50% should be to your quote-unquote needs. 30% um, should go to debt. And then once your debt is um, paid off, should go to your wants. And then 20% should go to saving retirement. Um, what else am I missing? Investment and emergency fund. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't seen a post up on Instagram, I think it was. It's called RISE. So it's retirement, right. investment, savings, and emergency fund. Those are those are the saving um, pieces, whatever. Right. The, our Instagram user uh, is uh, Productive Bunch and T Project Podcast. So you folks can follow us there as well. Yeah. So uh, go, so now basically when you do your budget, yes, you want to use what you, you what you spent the month before. But you don't want to just stop there. You need to actually go further and say, okay, did I really need to spend this amount on clothes? Did I really need to spend this much on electronics? Um, you know, where can I cut off? And then, and then every month that needs to happen because no budget 
every like each month is not going to be the same. Right. They all have to be different and better. Right. Um. Then all right, number four. Using your cash back. What do you? All right. So you, you have say for those of you who have credit cards, and they do a lot of the credit cards do cash back. So um, what people will do is that if let's say in any given month they have $25. I think that's the minimum that you that you need in order to cash out that reward. Right. So what they'll do is, oh, okay, so I owe $100 this month. Let me get the $25, apply it to my statement, um, or and then I only can... make a payment of 75 Right. But what you truthfully should do is still, uh, uh, still pre- um, for lack of better words, pretend that you're going to pay the $100. Right. Get the $25 and 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 um and put it against your statement send the payment for 75 but then get 25 from your bank account and actually pay it to yourself to your savings account and then just continue to save uh, it every it's time it's just another way of saving i like it right I instead like it. of I didn't see that one coming yeah like instead of actually using it to pay your expenses use it to just pay, pay yourself. yourself back and then continue with your budget to where you know you're you're sticking to it right you know let me let me quickly add to something i know folks when they say oh you're creating a budget and then they hear you using credit cards some folks are are, are in the belief and and not to use credit not to use credit cards but if you know how to use it and you use it responsibly and you benefit from the points and the rewards and pay it off at the end of the month there's nothing wrong with using a credit card am i correct that is right i think some it's um some people can can handle that responsibilities mm-hmm. and others can't um some can do both they have a, they're in the middle where mm-hmm. where they can sort of you know like okay i pay my credit card in full every single month you want yeah um but it it, it goes beyond that too um if just because you paid your credit card in full every month doesn't mean that you couldn't do a budget for that as well that's true that's true you know that's what true. i mean um, that just, what that means is that you came close to mm-hmm. your, your threshold of how much you should spend. Right. Because there will come a time where you're not going to be able to pay it in full. And then you're going to be like, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, having the credit card is great because it allows you to download the transactions as opposed to you paying for them cash. And then you are having to get a bunch of receipts and put them together and put them into Excel or QuickBooks or whatever it is that you use Mm -hmm. to then um, tally up, okay, this is how much I spent. If you put it on credit card, it's easy. You download it and you, you put it on Excel or QuickBooks, whatever. And you come up with a little, you know, reports that say, okay, this is how much I spent in restaurants last month. This is how much I spent in um, shopping in, you know, utilities and whatever. And then you can create a budget off of that. Um, Interesting. Credit cards do that for you. They do because they want you to... Of course. There's interesting folks too. But that's, I mean, (laughs) that's the convenience of having a credit card, but you just got to be very, very responsible. Responsible, mindful, and and, and stay on top of it. One last thing about credit cards, it helps you uh, improve your credit, build credit. So in some aspects... It's important. Even if you don't want to use a credit card, you you can at the very minimum. I think what we've we did done is where we use to pay for um, gas. Mm-hmm. You have to pay gas, or you have you know you have to purchase gas, put it on a credit card, and then it's not that much of a balance that goes on your your you know on your credit card. For those of you who actually don't like to use credit cards, which yeah. I commend you for it, but. Um, 
that at least you can have some utilization in there and you can still maintain your credit. Um, and, and get some benefit to right. the rewards. So, okay, number five is not including variable expenses. So anything like special occasion, car repairs, house repairs, um, Christmas, oh, wow. birthdays, um, you know, doctor visits. You don't go to the doctor all the time. And so then all of a sudden you're at the, at the doctor's office and you have to pay a co-payment. You're like, oh, man, I didn't budget for this. You right, know? right. That's interesting. Real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. That would, if any area of the budgeting uh, mm -hmm. was missing, it would probably be that. All those, of these those things. Those unexpected, though expected, right. birthdays, presents, yes. uh, miscellaneous outings, things like that, where it, it's expected, but it's not part of your household expenses. Correct. So if you stick around for other episodes, we'll actually be um, talking about how to use what they call sinking funds. Mm -hmm. um, and this would be... For, like I said, special occasions, holidays, Christmas, birthdays, um, emergencies. Mm -hmm. uh, this is where your emergency funds would come into place or come into play. Um, repairs, anything that is unexpected. It's not consistently every single month. You know, every month you have to pay rent. Every month you have to pay mortgage or whatever it is. But not every month do you pay for a birthday unless, I guess, you happen to be a big family and then you have a birthday in every yeah. month or you got kids know. and and, and, they, and then they go to birthday parties right. too. yeah right we, we deal with that a lot so um all right so number six is children demanding expenses so huh. you know that's one of the biggest huh. issues keeping up with the what is it with the joneses uh, joneses at least in the kid department i mean kids demand so much one attention yeah Their i want school this too. i want these new shoes or i want this new toy or whatever that you need to be truthful to yourself mm -hmm. um and and be honest and 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 just come forward and say okay this is how much i can afford yeah um and have that conversation with your children and let them know that listen, this is, we have limits and this is how much we can do. Um, and then maybe it should really be based off of merit. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you come home with good grades, this is what I can afford to give or provide to you. And, and just have that goal already, you know, in the forefront for them so that they're right. not coming to you and, and asking you feeling guilty about it. Right. Um, and, and to add to that, folks, you, you can, when you create the this budget here that we're talking about regarding kids' expenses, it, it's, you know, Chuck, we go to Chuck E. Cheese every so often, and they, they want a toy and clothes or new shoes. Folks, you don't got to go to expensive places. I mean, we go, to, to, quite, to be quite honest, we go to Walmart for a lot of our expenses. Why? Because it's inexpensive. It fits on our budget. And really, you don't need to go to spend so much money on a pair of shoes and this and that, folks. Uh, they destroy shoes. So I mean, they destroy. Strong. Look, the shoes that these that we buy them from Walmart. I mean, they tear them up because they're boys and they play in the backyard. They drag their feet. They're doing so much crazy things. We go to Walmart for that. Yeah. And we just don't see the value in going and spending too much for shoes when they're just going to drive them to the ground. So be mindful right. on that. So number seven, um, another mistake that people make is not reevaluating the budget every month, which we kind of talked about that one. Each right. month is different and there should be room for improvement. Always. So we'll, we'll skip through that one. Um, number eight is not checking your balances periodically. So my question is how many of you check your balances on a daily basis or even a monthly basis? Um, it's that because 
that's exactly how you get into overdrafts or right, right, or right. just mindless spending. You, it, look, you gotta have a, a relationship with your finances in the sense that check in daily. Check in daily. You, they checks on you because when that expense that unexpected expense come it comes, it's checking up on you. So you gotta be mindful. You gotta create a habit of having a relationship. Uh, one one website that Michelle uses. No, to, an app. Well, oh, it's a website, but it's an app. So you just it's mint.com. On your, mint.com, yeah. You set it up. You put the your accounts. It uh, gets access to those accounts, and you get reminders. Hey, you're close to your next pay, bill for credit and card. The, or the neat thing about that is that when you click on the app, of course, you have security on it where you put in your PIN number and everything. It, it'll quickly download all your transactions from all your accounts, all your bank accounts, right, right. all your um, credit cards. Mortgage, loans, um, your retirement account, everything. everything on there. You, It's pretty much like it does it automatically for you mm-hmm. in terms of like having all the transactions there at once, um, having all your balances on there. And it gives you reminders, hey, such and such is due on, on such day or, hey, you got charged with interest or bank right. charge or whatever. And then you can, you know, take it, whatever action you need to take for that. Um, and I think for folks who are not, who don't have this, this close relationship, be, this is a, a good first start because yeah. that at least they're working for you. Mint is letting you know, hey, you have right. a bill coming up, pay it, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and also lastly, in this, in talking about how, how often you check your balances in the, in the comment section, let us know. Let's have a dialogue. Let us know. Let's talk about it. We're curious to know what, how, how often do you check, you know? All right, so number nine is not having a long-term uh, financial strategy or even, let's say, if you have debt, um, <laughs> are you tracking your debt and are you, are you, you know, saying this is where we started? So at the beginning of the year, say, you know, I started off with X amount. Where, where should I be at the end of the year? Where should I be two or three years down the road, depending on how much debt you have? Um, and, and then check it every single month and reconcile it every single month. And all it is, is just, you can go to the, the, like say for instance, the mint app and go through all your credit cards that you might have or personal loans, whatever you have, and then put them into a spreadsheet and just start to look at how your balance drops because that's motivation for you to continue, um, you know, on your, on your goals. So tracking is very important and, and knowing what the end goal is, is also important. So sometimes people don't, they just see it as what's today, what's right. tomorrow, what do I need to get through the end of the you, week? You need to look at it as what do I need to get through the end of the year, the next year, and the year after or, that. Or uh, said, said differently, you need to know where you're going, folks. Mm-hmm. If you're just kind of wandering around from day to day, month to month. And just getting paycheck to paycheck. Folks, five years will pass and you, you look back and say, man, what happened? We mm-hmm. really didn't. Uh, there was no financial goal. There is no, and, and a lot of you folks and us too. We, you know, we have goals. We have financial goals, and we literally talk about them every other day. Um, and it's good to have a goal and to have a plan of action, and little by little implement that plan of action, little by little. So don't don't wander. Kind of just put something down, regardless how lofty it looks, and do a little plan of action and see and see how it works. You know. All right, and um, our last number ten is um, having too strict or inflexible budget. Right, that would be the right word. Inflexible. 
I'm not sure if that's the right word, but not flexible. How about that? Right, right. Not not a flexible (laughs) budget. Um, It doesn't want to flex, folks. Yeah. So (laughs) you you don't want to, you know, you don't want to restrict yourself to spending money. So it has to be a, like I said, it has to be a conversation that you have with your family, unless you're single and you live on your own and you're solely responsible for yourself. Um, and, and just figure out, okay, where do we feel comfortable enough that, that, uh, you know, how much spending can we do on this? How much spending can we do on that? How much should we start saving? Are we, are we looking to save for a wedding, a house, baby, whatever it is? Mm -hmm. And then, and then have realistic goals where then at the end of the month, you're not feeling like, man, we just threw the budget out the window, you know? Right. Um, and was it truly realistic, you know? So a constant um, revision of the of the budget needs mm. to happen. One setting it, one reviewing the month before. We literally just had this conversation. I think yesterday, yesterday for yesterday about. Um, listen, folks, you can be you can have a budget and be rigid and not flex on it, um, and you can go at that for for a year, two, three years, but and, and it's going to be grueling for you. But don't let time pass you by, folks. There's plenty of things to not spend money on, but. Don't miss the moments, folks. If you're focused, too focused on a budget and debt numbers crunching and debt uh, reducing, and you're missing the moments with your kids, with your friends, there's, your loved ones. There's a lot of folks. free things that you can do um, where you don't have to spend money. Tons. Here, here so. in Miami, there's tons. There's websites that that uh, let you know that there's museums that are free on certain Saturdays. You can go there's to the park. Park, the beach. But there's always functions, events in your local community. That are free to you, free to the public, but you gotta go in there and look for it. But don't don't be you need it. Well, basically, what I'm telling you is you gotta be flexible. Right. And don't miss the moments, okay? All right. So that's all we have. So folks, please comment. Let us know your any questions or any comments about our uh, budget mistakes that we talked about in the podcast. Leave that in the comment section. Follow us on YouTube, T Project. The show's called Money Talks on T Project, but our our channels. T Project. Follow us on Instagram, T Project Podcast. And we are interested in talking to you soon, folks. Stay safe and God bless. Until next time.